Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thanks again uh, for tuning in. Uh, This is Justin Ruff, uh, again, the owner of the LeBron Kings and the current Toilet Bowl champion. Uh, No big deal. So, uh, yeah, just doing another podcast today. Uh, I am kidless. So, you know, you can you can take that for being a good thing or bad thing. Um, There are no kids on my lap and they are not uh, pulling my hair or spitting on my face. So it should go a little bit smoother today. Um, Again, you can take that as a good thing or bad thing. Um, Either way, I am on my break. Um, So this is going to be possibly uh, just like last time, uh, our last episode, a 20 to 30 minute um, podcast. But, you know, going today, just going over, of course, as soon as I did my podcast, that same day, there was a trade made. So, you know, the the one of the you know two of the eight owners probably listened to my podcast and were like hey we we better make a move here so they did so of course the draft my mock draft has changed just a little bit just a little bit not not big time um we'll go over that that trade there and go over the wins and the the loss you know who won who lost in that trade and also just go over just a little tiny review of the of the uh stuff being changed in my mock draft like I said it's not it's not a big change um and again this is my opinion uh is it gonna end up like this absolutely not but we will we will see um of course it's just a fun little thing that um you know gets people thinking I mean of course like I said I did a podcast that day on that Saturday and boom there was a trade made so you know who knows they might be listening to me and they might not who cares but so we'll go over that trade. Um, the trade was done by uh, Tristan Connor, aka TC, and uh, Quentin Blount, aka Q. Um, Q, like I said in the other podcast, he did have TY, and TY was favored to be you know drafted early in the draft um, in our flog draft. So of course he was high on there, you know, high in the list of trying to get. And T.Y., like I said in my podcast last week or last Saturday, uh, T.C. was looking for a wide receiver. He was uh, he, he was in desperate need of one. Again, just a refresh. He had Kamara, McCaffrey, Thomas, and Sonny Michelle. So he had three three running backs, and that uh, last running back in Sonny Michelle was is was the you know, the weakest of all the keepers, in my opinion, you know, you had AJ Green possibly up there, but Sonny Michelle was definitely up there on my, on my list anyways. Um, so he made a move. He made a good move. Well, 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 kind of, uh, well, you know, with T.Y., T.Y. is a good player, man. He, you know, he, he is obviously the number one target for Andrew Luck. He, you know, he is definitely favored with Funches coming in. You got Campbell. Who knows about this year? But T.Y., you know, he is the number one target in Indianapolis Colts. So that is a good move. He's 29 years old. Um, you know, he's been on multiple teams in the past since we started this league, but he's just not there keeper-wise. And I don't think T.Y., I mean, uh, T.C. is looking, he was looking for a strong keeper. He was just looking for a strong wide receiver. And I think he hit the head on this, uh, you know, looking for T.Y. 
Um, but what he gave up for Mr. T.Y. was this year, 2019 fourth-round draft pick and a 2020 sixth-round draft pick and a 2021 sixth-round draft pick. So three total draft picks for Mr. T.Y. And if you're looking at those draft picks, I mean, they're not bad. They're mid-round, uh, mid-round draft picks. Um, which, you know, you could look at that as a steal. But my personal opinion, I think he he gave a little bit too much uh, for Mr. T.Y. You know, being a guy who, like I said earlier, who is not like 100% keeper material. He's there. Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver in Indianapolis Colts. But like I said earlier, what if he's gone? What if T- uh, Andrew Luck is gone? He's by, you know, he's, he's hurt. Uh, you know, his old bones. I don't know. We will, you know, we will see in the future but you know with without Andrew Luck it's you know T.Y. is not the same and you know that's a risk to take and I think you know owners in the past have thought about that as well and they're too scared to keep him I mean I was one of them I you know I had him in the past and I you know he wasn't there uh to be you know kept for me so um, like I said, I don't think T- TC made this trade to keep him for the future. Uh, he desperately needed a wide receiver, and he definitely made a good move picking him up. I just think he gave maybe one more draft pick too much. Uh, he would, I think, he would have settled good. At, you know, 2019, 2020, with that fourth round draft pick and a sixth round draft pick. I think he added one too many. But, you know, who am I? You know, I'm a, a toilet bowl champion. You know, I suck at fantasy football. So. Uh, who am I to say that, you know, and I, you know, I give it, give away three first rounders for, uh, an Odell Beckham. So, you know, don't listen to me by saying that this was a bad trade. I, I just think maybe one too many, uh, draft picks there, but, uh, I, I do believe Q won this trade. Um, he was, he got what he was looking for a hundred percent got what he, what he was looking for. He wanted, you know, he wasn't keeping T.Y., so I'm like, he's like, hey, well, I need to find something for him. Uh, you know, he he was looking for me maybe, you know, a long, you know, a few months ago, he asked for, hey, let's let's swap fourth rounders for T.Y. And I'm like, OK, but that's and then, you know, something came up and then I made a move on Gurley. But he was just looking for a swap for the fourth rounder for T.Y. Hilton. And then now he got three draft picks. So the key of this trade is to be freaking patient because he was wait, he was wanting to wait. Q was wanting to wait until draft didn't make the decision. So going to him offering swapping fourth round draft fourth round draft picks, he got freaking three draft picks out of it. So I really think this is a you know a one by Q by being patient. You know, communicating, seeing what other teams had the offer, other owners, and he got three draft picks out of it. So I think Q slam dunk, slam dunk for Q here. Um, of course, they're mid rank, you know, mid rounders, but you know those could be steals. And I think this was a good move for Q. Uh, the one thing that you know is a little hesitant, you know, me saying Q, this is the outstanding move is. You know, you never know about Antonio Brown, you know, with his, his no feet situation. And so, and of course, who knows? He might be like, well, I'm done. And then who's he going to keep now? So, you know, when it comes to that, but that's a lot of, it's a lot of ifs there. You never know. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, he did come out 
come out with uh, three draft picks. So I think Q won that draft. I mean, that trade there. And, you know, I said earlier, you know, with TC, you know, it's not a bad trade. I just like, you know, maybe just one extra draft pick unnecessary there. But, you know, like I said, again, who am I? Toilet Bowl champ. So let's just go over uh, the, the mock draft I had. So I had T.Y. going third overall. So nothing has changed. The first two picks, uh, Kerryon Johnson going number one to Keegan Scott. And uh, Brandon Cooks, I still believe, is going to number two to Mr. Jacob Skin McKinley. Um, I think, you know, those two are pretty... I don't know if I want to say locked, but I think the first one's locked. But the second one, you know, who knows about Jacob, I think, you know... Going with a 24-year-old Brandon Cooks, who is a very underrated wide receiver. Um, I think he's going to go number two. Number three, I had T.Y. going to Mr. Marcus Terry. Now, of course, I don't see Marcus Terry doing anything other than um, getting a wide receiver here because he desperately needs one. If he doesn't make a move uh, to get rid of Andrew, I mean A.J. Green, then he needs a wide receiver here. So the next available one, I had Stefan Diggs going number six to T.C. I think T.C.'s decision to pick up a uh, wide receiver has changed a little bit because now you're looking at T.C.'s keepers. He's got two running backs and two wide receivers. So he doesn't necessarily need to go after a wide receiver in his first-round pick. Um, I think Marcus still needs to. So I think... I'll have Stefan Diggs get moved up to that third round pick. And of course, that's still a great pick for Marcus Terry because he's got he's got AJ Green and Allen. Diggs is a freaking excellent wide receiver two. And if AJ Green comes back healthy, he's a great ex uh, wide receiver three. So I think this would be a good move for Marcus. Uh nothing has moved in my decision uh with uh uh, Marlon Mack, number four. So with the fifth one, well, I'm sorry, fifth, not six. So the fifth with TC, I had him going uh, Stephon Diggs here. Uh, like I said, I think that might change. You know, who knows about this, about this pick here? This is a big question mark on what TC wants to do. This could obviously, I mean, you know, very easily be a Sony Michelle pickup here for TC. You know, he can be like, oh, well, I gave up four, you know, three draft picks and I got T.Y. Hilton. I can get my Sony Michelle and, you know, dance in celebration and still get, you know, I only had to cough up three draft picks mid rounders. I got T.Y. Hilton. Now I can still get Sony Michelle. So, you know, if you look at it, it, it can be a big steal for Mr. TC, but, you know, I can see him and that's what I have here. I have him picking up Sony Michelle in his first round pick, and you know that's not a that's not a bad move because he's still Sony Michelle. You know you got James White, you got a big uh, committee running back uh, committee there at New England. You got that rookie coming in here, uh, whatever his name is, Harry, whatever. But he he's still gonna get his touches. So Sony Michelle, I mean, I could you know easily see TC picking him up there. Uh, in the in that round and in that pick, um, nothing has really changed going forward. Uh, got TC with that six pick. Uh, you know, it might change a little bit uh, in Q situation late. Uh, I had him picking up Robert Woods, his very last pick uh, in the first round. 
you know, that could, you know, that I was looking at that earlier, that could easily change. You could, you know, I could see him, huh, who do I want? You know, Robert Woods, who's got three, who's on the the Rams, Los Angeles Rams, who's got three very good wide receivers. Or does he want to go with an Elderman here? And who's clearly the number one wide receiver in the New England Patriots. Uh, I can easily see him, you know, going after him. I will not be surprised if I see Julian Elderman getting picked up in the first round. You know, there's so many crazier things being done. You know, with with these owners, you know, myself included, these eight owners here, who freaking knows what everyone's thinking? Everyone has a different strategy of what's going on. I mean, like... Last year we had a an owner picking up Justin Tucker in the sixth round, a kicker in the sixth round. Like people's brains and strategies are completely different than everyone else's. So I could be saying, "Oh, well, Q's going to go up a, a running back here in his very first pick, a wide receiver, and then he's going to go with a quarterback." You know, obviously that won't happen. Um, I could, you know, I was going to say earlier or later. Q might pick up a Devontae Freeman instead of picking up a Watson, a quarterback. You know, he, he might want to be like, okay, my running backs are a little struggling, especially since Fournette is, you know, on the little iffy side. Um, so he might go after Freeman here, and who, who's definitely available and who could, you know, go over 1,000 yards rushing-wise. Um, but, you know, Q has also... Uh, made it public that every single one of his players, his keepers, are available. They are for sale. So, you know, who knows? I'm freaking after this after this podcast, I might have to do a freaking another one because someone listens to it. Oh, well, he's right. I better make a move. So, that being said, you know, all the seven, you know, all the other seven owners could be looking at, you know, and they're studying cues picker his keepers and they're you know probably you know vouchers surrounding quitting's picks or his keepers and they're like ooh I'm gonna pick him I'm gonna pick him so Q might not he, he might get freaking 10 more draft picks and end up keeping a freaking keeper who freaking knows so like I said earlier he has made it publicly known that he uh, every single one of his players are for for sale and I don't freaking blame him at all because you got Brown Evans, Fournette, and Cooper. All those guys, they should be for sale. You know, not bashing Quinton's keepers, but I mean, I mean, it makes sense. And going back to Quinton's keepers and putting everybody for sale, I was looking a little bit in the past. So this league has been uh, established since 2015. We've added two uh, other owners, so it started with a solid six. We added two, made it made a complete eight. Last year, uh, Quentin has two keepers that he has had since 2015, since we first have drafted uh, brand new and started this league. He has two of them, one being Antonio Brown and the other being Mike Evans. Uh, those two uh, have been on Q's franchise since the beginning, since the start, which is good. You know, I mean, and that leads everyone else. Um, you know, this, despite the other two new guys, uh, you know, with the first original six, he has had those two the longest out of anybody. 
what you know that that say says loyalty i remember last year i tried to get mike evans and he was uh q was crying no i can't do it i can't do it mike evans has been part of me since 2015 so i mean it makes sense he's loyal to those two guys but you know sometimes it comes comes to a time where you just have to cut the strings flip them off and say bye-bye so you know when it comes to that uh i mean but he has kept loyalty i think the main one his main keeper is mike evans uh you you probably have to get cough up a good amount because i think he's still attached to him uh but antonio brown i I guarantee it's easy for for him to pull the trigger especially with fournette and possibly cooper so if any of the other owners want to try to snatch one of those guys up, go ahead. Go for it right now because he's he's desperate to do something different. Um, going back to the other keepers, I've only had one, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins, and I actually got rid of him in the offseason and picked him back up. So I didn't, you know, we didn't play any games without him. But in the offseason, I got rid of him and then got him back. Uh, I think... Keegan has nobody. Connor has nobody since the, you know started the league in 2015. I do believe Jacob McKinley has Julio had picked up Julio Jones. Um, he you know it's kind of a similar situation with me. He got rid of Julio Jones. Played a couple of games without him. I think me I took him. I took Julio Jones. Had a couple of games starting of last year with him. And then I gave him back. So he has one if you look at it. And TC has nobody. So, But TC has had three keepers he's had for a little while now. Um, Kamara, McCaffrey, and Thomas. But and I thought that was a cool little stat to throw out to everybody. That Q is, you know, he's obviously loyal to those two. Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. But right now, they are for sale. Uh, with everything else, you know... It's it's all scheduled change, especially since we have, um, since we have more games, uh, preseason games coming up. I mean, we still have our our great commissioner, our new rookie commissioner, has came out. I mean, he 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 mentioned today that we got eleven days left. We have eleven days left until draft next Saturday. It's quickly approaching us, so. You know, some owners are, you know, making some moves, doing some communicating with other owners, see what they can do. Uh, but right now, uh, it's this this is set with the mock draft. Um, it's getting getting a little bit, you know, more exciting when the time's approaching. Um, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little excited, but I'm still you know, I'm getting past that that toilet bowl depression, if you will. Um, there there was a dark, dark time indeed. For me, I'm not gonna lie, but I think I'm. I think I'm past that now. I'm. I'm growing out of it. Um, but we will see if this draft will, will you know, be kind of similar. I mean, to the real thing. And like I said, I, th- I think it's it's better than having a a mock draft with the rankings. And my, but I'm totally down to see the mock draft. I ask you if we will see another mock draft ranking sheet before next weekend. And so we'll see if he if he's cool enough to have another one out just for our curiosity. So what I got here, I got solid uh, 
20 minutes. That's not too bad. 20 minutes. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, especially with you, you know, it could be a 20-minute drive for you indie guys or a 20-minute workout for some other some other studs out there. So you guys have a great Tuesday, and I'll talk to you soon. See you guys.